Blog Talk Radio. Cheese on the podcast. We ain't nothing but some G's on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, how's it going? You must be in Vegas if you're having a high time as I am coming at this time of the day. You know, I tend to have good moods and bad moods when it comes to the show. You figured I'd have a bad mood with the way the shit's been going on, especially last night. But I'm having a great time. There's no worries about what's going on. The boxing world is continuously pushing forward over the B-side that we have with M.M. Gay, as Willa likes to say. And it's a good day out here, spending my time looking out the window as of right now, hearing the Excalibur, doing a little bit of side business with a Puerto Rican woman instead of the usual going on. But it's all good today, man. I'm having a good time. And I expect that everybody else would be having so much fun, but... I, I, I'm pretty much having fun out here in Vegas, man. I got to find out where everybody's feeling. Especially about the show yesterday, we had a lot of bullshit going on. Because I know he... Hey, RC, man, you got to get... uh Your 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 connection is fucked up, bro. Uh, is, hold up, man. Connection is messed Yeah, you're going to have to get out up. the uh, hotel room. Oh man. Yeah. Our call from their line, man, but uh yeah, it's uh it's sounding bad right now. Let's uh Well let's hear what you gotta say, Willa. Come on with it. Yeah, yeah, let me take it over. Now after I'm gonna take over for my man, like he said, you know, he was uh you know, R C was I thought he was gonna come on today a little salty, uh trying to figure out what's going on. Um, you know, everybody, some people were upset with, uh, with how it went, but you know, it is what it was, man. We had, we got a great night of uh, boxing and, um, and everybody got to see what they wanted to see. Everybody got their money's worth. You know, I didn't prepare a long um, intro for this because, uh, you know, I was going to let that boy RC do it, but there was a lot of hate last night. Uh, a lot of people woke up this morning salty. I was pretty sure RC was going to be one of them, but uh, as you can tell, he's been partying, so I think he's parted his blues away. You know, um, I don't know if y'all know, but after last week, uh, we made our picks last week, and RC picked Canelo for the win. You know, and we, we were wondering uh, how could this Puerto Rican um, guy that hates that hates Mexico so much would pick Canelo, but he did. You know, he he he. Uh, instead of th- 
picking with his heart. He went with his brain and made the smart pick. But then later on that week, I'm thinking this was Friday or Saturday, um, or Saturday morning, your boy RC came through with uh, your boy RC came through and picked Triple G. So uh, you know, and that was more more like it. And he was very upset at how it all went down. So um, me personally. I wasn't. Uh, we're still, you know, I'm trying to stall here while we're waiting on RC to call back. We're live, you know, shit happens, especially when boys are out there partying in Vegas. They can't get their shit together. They're thinking they're going to have a great service in Excalibur, which I don't even know. Is the Excalibur even on the uh, on the strip? I think that might be way down the strip by the uh, stratosphere. So I know RC probably did a lot of walking last night. But I'm very interested interested to see from him how the crowd was, what everything was looking like. So, um, you know, I'm trying to stall as long as I can. What we're going to do is probably, what we're going to do is we're going to take a hiatus. We're going to take a break. And we're going to come back uh, here in the next, 10 minutes. So if you're listening now, we're going to bring back the show at 5.15, 3.15 Eastern, uh, trying to see what the hell is going on with this guy, RC, man. So um, if y'all listening live, hit us back at 15. We'll be going in at 15. Hold on. We got a caller. Caller. We're about to, uh, this guy, this guy, RC, is uh, holding the scene right now. So we're about to take a quick 10-minute break. So if you can call back in about 10, we'll take your call. I don't know who this is. Who is it? We live. Hey, am I on the air? No, no. Am I on the air? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm talking, what are you talking about? Are you on the air? Are you drunk, dog? Hey, hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I'm hello, a, uh, hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to shut the show. Yeah, we're going to shut the show down till 15. Um, and uh, we'll get back with you guys. Well, no, we got RC in, in the building. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep it going, but we're going to start over so we can edit this shit out. So this is how we're going to. He's on the September 17, 2017. What's going on? How are you? Still with some fucked up service over here. Second out there, Excalibur. Man, we ain't at the win. We ain't at the MGM. Yeah, I'm a dollar man. 
I ain't big baller blend type shit like LeVar Ball, so I'm out here budgeting myself as much as I can knowing that these football games are fucking me over when I'm trying to get some money off it. Speaking of which, Seattle Sun his bullshit-ass Seahawks need to take care of business. Otherwise, I might be out another car. What's going up to everybody today? Having a great time. Been turning up. Having more fun than I should. White girl's going to be mad at me when I get home. Pay you that much. Because I went back home. And obviously, Vegas ain't my home. But I went back home to Puerto Rico. Hey, Dub knows about that. <laughs> but, man, you would wonder why I'm in such a good mood after such an ugly night of boxing yesterday. Just took a big black eye. Yet again, no surprise. Anytime it's a big fight, boxing seems to rear that ugly head and ugly face back on out the corner that we all seen before. Complete trash. Complete trash what we saw yesterday. Not from the fight. The fight itself was actually very entertaining. Good fight yesterday. Was it what we expected? Semi. Semi what we expected. Not the whole way, but it was good. Now the outcome, though, was Adelina Bird. one eight one. Let's let's see if I can go there. We'll save it. But we're going to get to her big ass. We're going to get to her head ass. Always standing in the middle ring looking like Dennis Rodman. It's all good. We're going to get there. I know we got a lot of Canelo fans that ride on the podcast. We got a lot of those guys that are making sense of this for somewhat. But yet, they seem to be happy that Canelo got away with the with a decision that went basically for a draw. A draw would be basically like a decision that went in his favor. It don't fool me at all. Junior Salgado. Junior Salgado on the Facebook group. You played yourself. Everybody else who thought that Canelo won, you played yourself. Now, Oscar De La Hoya's got money. Well, he ain't got enough money to give Canelo a win when he got worked the way he did yesterday. Ring cut off. Got bullied. And as you all know, I'm not the biggest Triple G fan. Not at all. Matter of fact, never believed the hype of this man. My original pick was for Canelo to stop him. But after much deliberation with myself, and when I talk to myself, I consider it to be giving myself expert advice. I felt like Triple G was the bigger man who should have took care of work in rather convincing fashion. I think he did that. But 118-110, that's what we got. That's what's setting up Cinco de Mayo next year with Canelo GGG Part 2. Now, I'm all ears for anybody willing to convince me that somehow, some way, it was a draw because I don't want to hear nobody say Canelo won. I know the truth at the end of the day, and that's all that matters. So, honestly, I don't even care about the draw. It don't bother me. That's why I'm living it up, having a good time. Puerto Rican females over here. Living it up. Taking a dip outside, the usual. <laughs> White girls don't be mad at me. But it's all good. It's Vegas, man. What happens here stays here. I know... Ain't nobody going to say nothing about me on here, so it's all good. But I got to take it to my man from out in Houston, Texas. 
And I know he's a real big Canelo supporter, so I'm really curious to figure out what he's got to say today. Because I know he might try and sway me. Fun, friendly guy. The the fun-loving Willa. He, Willa Wilson, who will probably try and tell me everything he can to give reason why Canelo maybe got screwed over and it turned into a draw instead of a win. But we'll see what's going on. Let's go to my man, a.k.a. Willa the King, on social media. Get your follow buttons ready. What's going on, D. Willa Wilson? How you feeling today, my man? Oh, man, feeling good, man. Um, You know, loose lips sink ships, uh, R.C., and you're, very, you're being very loose with your tongue tonight. Um, I don't your girl, care. she might decide to listen to this. Yeah, that's what they say. Everybody says that until next week you're, 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 you're on a long hiatus like another guy we, we, we know in the boxing game because <laughs> your woman broke your heart and left you, you know. So, like I would say, you know, keep that to the hush. Keep that on the hush. Hopefully, you know, these things go out real quick. I'm going edit to uh, edit it back so we can uh, start it off where we started right now. And hopefully she doesn't get, you know, the parts where you're talking about Puerto Rican chicks and all this and how you were home. Hopefully she doesn't hear that, man. So, Ain't no editing. I'm going to do, Ain't no editing. We, I'm gonna do my shoot from the hip, baby. Yeah, I, I feel you. Hey, sometimes you shoot you from the hip and you shoot yourself in the hip, a.k.a. Plexico Burris, man. So I hope you didn't just burst yourself, though. So, but <laughs> going to the fight, man. I had uh, had my people over. Um, everybody was ready. Got some good barbecue done. We were ready at seven. Uh, me and my uh, me and my wife we started watching the undercards. You know, trash. Um, you know, straight I trash. paid the eighty dollars. Yeah, straight trash. I paid the eighty dollars for for that, and I was very. You know, the fight was good, but the overall card was trash. Um, so I want to get that out the way. But when it came to the fight, man, I saw a wonderful fight. I saw a smaller guy using his fit, his footwork and his speed and agility to, at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the fight, make it look like this was about to be easy work. Canelo, I mean, Triple G was too slow for Canelo um, at the beginning of the fight. Uh, he didn't really have any answers for him, and he was just taking shots. He was taking shots off the whole fight. Um, then around, you know, I think I had it like five, five to one going into the seventh round, right? At that point, it started to change a little bit. Canelo looked like he, he got tired. He turned into the old Canelo that has to take breaks during the round. So Canelo would start early, get beat, um, during the middle and then maybe finish early, you know, um, it was, uh, it was. A tough fight every round from the seventh from the seventh to the eleventh were close rounds. I think Triple G won the ninth, tenth, and maybe the maybe the eleventh round. So, you know, when people are saying, you know, I, people are talking about this lady. I don't know if you want to talk about that now, but I'm gonna go ahead I'm gonna go ahead and go in this uh this lady bird, whatever her name is. She had it uh one eighteen Right. She had a one eighteen, one eight one ten. And people are like, Oh, it was a close fight. It's no way it could be like that. But this is boxing. It's round by round. So I could have a close fight, blood and gut, and still win twelve rounds to zero. Right? Uh, unanimous, but it can still be a close fight because round by round, it can go either way. So if you're a judge and you've got a bigger guy um, just stalking uh, 
a smaller guy. He's throwing a lot of punches that are actually missing. You know, if you don't li- listen, if you're not listening to the um to the broadcast and they're and you're just watching what happens, Canelo uh, Triple G is missing a lot of shots when Canelo's on on the ropes, and the shots that he ought, he he is landing are jabs. So some people like myself think, well, if you're gonna jab. You're going to have to jab this guy a lot of times since all he's throwing is power shot combos. So if you throw, if Canelo throws a five power shot combo, to me, uh, Triple G is going to have to land 15 jabs to make that, to even that out, maybe more, depending on how hard they are. So, you know, so you get mad at a lady that does that says, hey, this, this bigger guy, is walking down a, a smaller guy, but all he's doing is hitting him with jabs. And every time Canelo wants to do something, he does it. And he does it with power, and he does it in volume. Every round is close. She just says, oh, the jabs ain't working for me. I'm going for the body punching of Canelo. I'm going for the guy that's throwing the harder, crisper punches. So it was wide. I had it, like I said, I had him winning. I think I had him winning three rounds. She had him winning two. But I still wasn't mad that it was a draw because all those rounds were close. So for people to say it's corruption, it ain't corruption. It's because there's no criteria for boxing. There is no criteria for judging. So you want to get upset because she feels that this nigga Canelo, I mean, Triple G is only jabbing and he's only landing jabs and he's supposed to be this power puncher and he can't land any power punches. That means Canelo's in there doing something. You know what I'm saying? And Canelo's in there letting out five, punch combos to the dome, hitting them every time, you know, landing hard shots to the gut that nobody seems to even talk about. Like the body work was immaculate. Canelo got tired, and that's the only rounds I think uh, Triple G won is when Canelo got tired. So I don't, you know, I don't want to hear about this corruption bullshit. I don't want to hear Teddy Atlas. You know, Teddy Atlas is going hard on ESPN talking about how how it's corrupt and all that. What's he did? He Did he make the same? Did he do the same thing when Canelo got a uh, when one of the uh, judges gave Canelo a draw for, against Mayweather? Did he make a big ass stink like he just did? Well, oh, I wonder why not because he's on Triple G's dick, right? Triple G's an old guy. He he was too fucking slow. He's he was bigger guy and and he did surprise me. I thought he was gonna get tired and worn out, but he kept on coming and kept on coming. I'll give him that. I'll give him his credit. I had Canelo winning. I had Canelo landing the harder shots. I heard I had some man, smaller crazy, guys brother. putting in work. What? I don't know. Are you crazy, man? I don't know about all that. I hear where you're going with it, man. But I'll tell you hey, what right hey, now. Hey, no, 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 no. Hey, you're not gonna cut me. Hey, you ain't cutting me off, man. I'm still going. You ain't. You can. You Ooh. after I finish, you can Ooh. tell me about this BS that you're talking about. You can tell me about okay, the BS you're talking go. about. Canelo landed the shots. Canelo was doing that work. Canelo did what, whenever Canelo wanted to do the work. He did the work every time. So, you know, I had him winning. I'm not mad at the draw. I'm not like uh, these other Canelo fans that is hyped because he got a draw. You know what I'm saying? That does, it was a draw. I think it was, a, it, was, it was a close fight most of the round. So if, if they want to call it a draw, they want to call it a draw. Harold Letterman had it the opposite way. He had it um, like seven to whatever for a triple G. He had it a blowout. You know, but nobody's saying nothing about his whack-ass card, right? You know, and this is how you know little G fans. I'll, I'm going to finish with this. And this is how you know little G fans are full of shit. Most of them on the Internet were telling me how this is the first time they ever agreed with Harold Letterman. 
Harold Letterman ain't never changed his fucking uh his, the way he looks at it. If you coming forward and you throwing punches, Harold Letterman's giving you giving you the uh giving you the nod. But these Triple G fans, oh, this is the first time that they agreed with them, meaning that for this fight, they changed their criteria. Why? Because Canelo was giving that nigga that work. Go ahead, RC. Oh, now I can go now? Okay, all right. Well, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want really to check it out. <laughs> no, I feel you. I'm messing with you, bro. I feel you. I feel you. But look, man, I get it, but at the same time, a lot of people out there are so inconsistent. You got people out there that want to complain about how much Jacob weighed the night he fought Triple G, but I don't see nobody complaining about the way that midget Canelo looked yesterday. That fucking cinnamon top redhead looking clown was, he was huge. How much was he weighing yesterday? The man has like, if you look at photos with some conspiracy theorists in boxing, such as Janelle Parkinson, who has photos of John Jones with a little bit of a, uh, acne showing on some of his, his photos were similar to what Canelo was showing the day before the weigh-in or after the weigh-in. But we'll see how that remains to be seen when it comes to uh, what testing was involved in this fight because Canelo Alvarez was looking really big yesterday, a lot more bigger than Triple G as far as uh, when you're talking about a man being cut. Triple G came in there, stalked him the whole fight, continuously came forward, moved the, worked the jab, did what he needed to do to get over on the cards. And I think that, yeah, Canelo tried to do what Arizlandi Lara did against Saul Canelo Alvarez, but at the same time, he was less effective. You got to have boxing skills to be doing what Canelo did yesterday to outbox somebody like he tried to do yesterday. It's impossible for me to think that that man somehow won a fight, let alone to get a draw against a guy like Triple G. And it, the, the way shit went, man, I'm not surprised at all. Oscar De La Hoya is sending envelopes to anybody who's wanting to take him. And the boxing judges out there have so much just egg on their face, no integrity, no credibility, a complete joke like, 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 like Adelina Burr. This woman is bigger than anybody sitting ringside. And for and to have them bifocals that she had and not be able to see what was going on, I got to call corruption, man, because it was it was clear as day. You heard me say that I thought Canelo was going to stop Triple G, change my mind at the last second after thinking about it over and over. And what I said after yesterday. The hate, after the Mexican hate got in. No, 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 no. I don't have no hate. We got to always. I, I just want to put this. I'm not, I'm not cutting you off. I just want everybody to know that you are a Canelo hater. So let's move forward. I am not RC, a Mexican hater or a okay. Canelo hater. I'm not a hater on Mexicans or Canelo. I love Mexicans. I eat Taco Bell once a week. So that debunks your theory of me hating on Mexicans. Anyways, moving forward, Canelo Alvarez got a gift yesterday. People always want to say Danny Gift Garcia instead of Swift Garcia. Canelo Alvarez got him a real nice gift yesterday on Mexican Independence Day, so I'm not surprised by that. It's like, yo, no one wanted a draw. We wanted a, a definitive winner in this fight. When you go home with a draw, no one wants that, man. It's like if you can't take a woman on a date and everything's going good, you know, maybe you might be kissing up on her, rubbing up on her, all that. We take her back to the hotel, still doing a little bit of that. But then when it comes down, when it comes time to get down in there, she's like, I know, I'm on my period. That's what a draw is in Boston. Nobody wants that shit, man. And what we had yesterday was just another black eye in the sport of Boston. Stephen A. Smith comes on ESPN talking about Adelina Bird needs to get drug tested immediately. I'm not echoing the sentiments of that man's statement, but at the same time, 118 to 110, I don't know about that, Willa. I don't know about that, my man. 
and for it to RC, go down the way it did. What's up? I just want to ask you: Do you not under? Do you not get that some people think that jabs aren't really shots? Do you understand that? So Triple G lands ten more, ten, fifteen more punches, but twelve, the ten that that he had, uh, but out of the thirty punches that he landed. 20 of them were jabs, and none of them were. He never hit him with anything that was really hard. He Maybe in like that, that 10th or 11th, he got him with a couple of good shots. That's 9th and 10th. But besides that, he had no what good shots. What about shot. that punch where so, he almost knocked him out the fucking ring? When was that? <laughs> yeah, that might have been one that he won. I'm, I'm saying he had, that was one punch, right? So if this lady not seeing anything, the only guy that's landing the punches that are really making noise, that are that are doing the thing, it doesn't matter that it, he didn't have any um uh, that it didn't that Triple G was eating him up. He's the smaller guy. Triple G's the stronger dude, supposedly. So he was eating him up. But the to not to say this lady is corrupt and to not really understand that Canelo was in there landing the harder shots pretty much the whole fight, it's ridiculous. You know, to say, you know, I can understand that you don't, you think that she is wrong, but to say that that is corrupt when we had a fight where one guy's landing jabs and the other guy's landing power shots, that's not corruption. Like I said, there's no criteria for judging in boxing. This isn't Olympics. This isn't about punches landed. This is about other stuff. You know, Canelo's telling this fool, but yeah, that's my question. Do you not understand that? I mean, is that just like... no, I, I get it, but I got a question for you, good sir, since you want to be asking questions all of a sudden. Are you not the same guy who was on the Will and Work show talking about Jamel Hill saying that you don't take anything a woman says about sports seriously because that's just you? All of a sudden, you want to give a little bit of credit to this woman that came out and ruined the night of boxing that was supposed to be a supremacy night and the greatest night I of boxing besides. I didn't give her any credit. Well, and I, hey, this is a judge. This isn't a woman talking about sports. This is a judge that is looking at these guys and making a call. So she's the judge. Who am I to say anything about the judge? She's trained. This is what she she does. So I'm not worried about that. I'm not taking her word for it, you know, but I saw the fight similar. The people where I was saw the fight similar. So, you know, but other say the jab won, and I can understand that too. This wasn't a fight. This was a draw, you know. I, I can say that it was a draw. The way I see the fight, he won. But I can look at it on the other way and say, "Hey, this guy landed more shots. He was he was going for it the whole time." I can understand why you think that Triple G won, that Triple G won. I can understand that. But this lady wasn't corrupt, man. And you know, I I I don't think so. You know, I think it's more what was more of a fool is when they gave him the draw against Floyd Mayweather. But nobody said anything about that. I guess because Floyd. One, maybe if they call it I'll draw the whole time, but Floyd won. But he wasn't mad at that one judge. You know, they weren't mad at the judge that had it to draw. They were only mad at this one lady because she saw the power shots. I saw it too, man. I tell you what, man. Triple G's lucky his skin is light as it is because if it was a shade darker, he would have took an L on the scorecard yesterday. Just like Eric Randy Lawrence, just like Danny Jacobs, just like Austin Trout. He's lucky that he had the shade color that he had when it came to the complexion-wise because they showed him some mercy on the scorecards, unlike any of the other Canelo fights where it was a close fight where he should have lost in the three fights that I just named, but he still won. Or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I'm not the Jacobs fight. I just mentioned the, the skin color for that one. So the two fights that I mentioned that Canelo was in, he got away with. But I'm saying, man, 
Canelo Alvarez, you just can't beat this guy on the scorecards. It's something we mentioned before. You can't beat him on the scorecards. Triple G, in my opinion, Triple G got eight rounds on him. Eight rounds on him, cutting the ring off, stalking this guy, hunting this guy, giving With him jab. a punch down there, knocking him out the ring. His jab is stronger than Canelo's best shot. Canelo's best shot wasn't but doing anything. Canelo was dramatic. Canelo ate everything. Oh, yeah. He, he was hungry last night. He was eating a lot of shots yesterday. He was very hungry. And when it came down yeah, to it, yeah. Canelo Alvarez, he he fought the way he criticized so many people before him fighting. And that's not Mexican style, as Triple G says. That's dancing style. That's funny style. He don't do that. And I'm not the biggest Golovkin fan out there. Matter of fact, I probably can't stand Golovkin more than I can't stand Canelo. But yesterday I was neutral. I had no dog in the fight whatsoever. I just wanted to see a good fight. And what I seen yesterday was Gennady Golovkin edged out the guy who's been running for him for the past three years. But it's a smart business decision because Oscar De La Hoya had the money in the pocket, the envelope sealed, signing sealed, taking it to Miss Adelina Bird. And now we're going to have Canelo Golovkin Part 2 coming in, 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 in Cinco de Mayo. So it's all the, the vibes planned by one Oscar De La Hoya the entire time. Who what? No. Hey, I can't, I can't wait to talk about how the next fight is going to go, man. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can't, that's what I was going for. Cause I got some for the public, dog. you know, Willa, I will, I guess I was wrong this time. Um, but I won't be wrong the next no, what time. What do you man, know? So. Uh, what do so, you know? Willa's wrong yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, but both times you made two picks and was wrong on both, but Hey, let's not, let's not quarrel. You know, they want to see us, uh, uh, you know, they want to see us, um, <laughs> They want to see us fight, dog. We not, you know, I'm not gonna take them subtle shots at you, man, because you are my guy, man. Uh, but yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. That's the thing. I definitely understand what you're saying and how you think it should go. But I think some, I think it, another way, just like I had um, <clears throat> Ward winning. You know what I'm saying? So the people that had Kovalev winning because he was landing jabs, but Ward was doing the body work and landing the better shots. You know. Those people should, if they're being true, they probably had Golovkin winning. But guys like me, who are looking at body shots, who are looking at the work, who's looking at who they both, they both look like they were doing what they wanted to do, really to me, except when Canelo got tired. But Triple G wanted to land way more punches, uh, harder shots than he did. Triple G wasn't looking at it to make it a jab fest. You know, we're talking about, you know, Fury with the jab, uh, you know, this was – and um, Wilder with the jab after he said he's uh, doing me- – um, was going to knock everybody out. This was another jab fest by Triple G who couldn't find the faster, smaller guy uh, really all night. I think he hit him with one. Like you said, there might have been one or two good shots, maybe a body shot. But I saw Canelo make that guy's mouth open a few times when he hit him. So not – so if, if Canelo hits him with the right – to the body, and Triple G sort of backs up, opens his mouth, then comes back forward, Triple G's going to have to land five jabs. Four to five jabs for me to say that's that's back even. You know, and that's how I see it. That's how I'm always going to see it, but other people see it different ways, man. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, we got some callers, man, if you want to go to them. 
whenever. Yeah, I'll see what these fucking callers got to say because I need a little bit of extra, extra something, something on here because we, I, I, I feel like no matter what the scorecard is, the same way I feel about the Jacobs-Golufkin fight. They say that Jacobs lost to Golufkin, but I don't care. I know who won that fight at the end of the day, and that's all that matters. And that's the bottom line because RC said so. But let's go to these callers and see if they're going to poke me on the side of my hip with this thorn that you're bringing me the same thing with with this Canelo talk. Let's see what they got to say. All right, man. We'll go with uh, first first come, first serve. I think we got that boy, Earn, who was in the house last night. Earn, you're on the uh, Outside hello? of the Boxing Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. Yeah, man, I thought the fight was a, a good fight, man. I mean, uh, I saw it with, with Wilson out there in uh, in his house. But uh, I really thought that Willow G was going to win, like Wilson, I predicted uh, last year. Willow, there you go. Hey, don't use, yeah, don't use my Wilson, real name. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that guy. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> man, yeah, I thought he was a... <laughs> I thought it was a good fight, man. Uh, really, I thought Triple G was going to win, uh, like I said last uh, last week. But uh, Canelo came through, I thought, at the end. I mean, to tell you the truth, I had him, like, up by maybe a round or something. So, But uh, but it is what it is, man. I mean, obviously, I mean, if they can make more money off of it, I mean, it's probably going to be better for Las Vegas and De La Hoya and all those guys. Uh, my opinion about the other fight, the De La Hoya, his cousin or whatever, his other, uh, that was kind of like a, a messed up fight. I, I really didn't like it at all, man. I mean, he didn't have the De La Hoya. I mean, he has the De La Hoya name, but that's about it. I mean, but uh, but other than that, man, I thought it was a pretty good fight, man. There's a good really thing there, if you would like to say so. The uh, Diego De La Hoya fight, uh, you just run in with your man's name. He ain't nothing special. I seen the guy in person last time I was out here in Vegas for the Gamboa fight. Cool cat and all that. But it's just a guy being hooked up by his cousin who got the promotion deal for the job. So I ain't really impressed by none of that. Even Jojo Diaz. Jojo Diaz gets a lot of hype for doing something special. But my man's ain't got no power. So if you want to talk about Jojo Diaz and Diego De La Hoya, that's fine. But these guys are C players. And we're talking about an A fight that was going on yesterday. And we got an F finish when it came to the scorecards. But it is what it is. I'm not mad at that. Diego De La Hoya and, and Jojo Diaz, they did their thing. But at the same time, not much credit given for me when it comes to what's going on in the future of these guys. Hey, hands down, they did their job. But if you just do your job and it's like, yo, you get a passing grade, be happy with the B. It is what it is. That, that's just me. I, I feel like I'm being a little harsh, but my man Willow was talking about straight trash earlier, so I don't know how he feels about it. I mean, I did co-sign that by saying trash, but at the same time, it is what it is. Don't let these guys fool you with the overhypeness that's going on, and especially don't let the fans of these guys fool you with what's going on either. There's a lot of clowns out there. There's a lot of clowns out there, and if you hang out with clowns for long enough, people will start to think you work in the circus, and I, for one, don't work in the goddamn circus. Yeah, no, hey, I think the guy that De La Hoya fought, if I, or maybe it was Jojo Diaz, one of these guys that just was on four days' notice, you know, it was really a joke of a card. Um, <laughs> I mean, they both, you know, these and, and they were both small guys. You know how I feel about that. It's like, you know, that was sort of a, a waste. Uh, that was a waste of undercard. But, you know, Golden Boy, I guess these are their guys, and it's not looking good for them. 
besides Canelo. I mean, I, I mean, I need to look a little deeper into the list, but you know what they gave us last night. Even they, um, uh, the the undercard for Mayweather, um, McGregor was better than this. So, you know, but they'll, they'll we'll see. They both look good, sorta. De La Hoya went life or death with a guy who was way smaller than him, catching the shots. So he has no no um no power at all. But it is what it is on that. But yeah, I guess we can go. Let's go to the next call. This is going on. Yeah, I think we've got um our guy Janelle. I think that Janelle, you're on the outside of the box. What's popping, bro? Hey, what's going on? Good. What's going on? Um, so about the fight last night. I mean, I see what Willow said at times as far as Canelo landing some a cleaner, better shot because that's something that was the case. But it was so. It was so. It was so rare often, you know what I'm saying? It was so often. I mean, it was just rare. I mean, he was taking breaks in between. And I see what Canelo's problem is that he loads up too much. And look, and load up a shot, you quench your fist and throw shots too much. I mean, I mean, that's a lot of power being on uh, 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 you. That's why he takes breaks off. And it's like, um, I thought Triple G won the fight for that reason, for the fact that Canelo just didn't. He wasn't too consistent doing the round. If he watched, like, master boxers, I, I, they're very consistent in the round as far as doing what they got to do. Uh, Canelo made Triple G miss a lot of times, yes, but he wasn't making them pay too much. And when it did, and we did make, and if we did make them pay, it was so rare in the round that it's like, how can you give it a really gift to him when Triple G was really working more? And I'm saying, it's a champion. This is what it is. So it's like, I mean, that's why I favor Triple G in that fight. I think my prediction did come to pass as far as Triple G being slowed down. I think Jacobs did take something out of him at 35 years old. That explosion that he once had, if you watch the fights from Monroe Jr. or Stevenson, that Triple G is, is a thing of the past. You know, he's there for the pickings. Eventually, he will get knocked off his pedestal soon. Uh, he better not move up in weight because he, he, he moves up in weight. He definitely don't get hurt at 168. You know what I mean? Uh, he better stay at 160, right? He, he better stay at 160. But um, I think he's definitely slowing down. And that's what Dale Hoyer waited for for a long time. And Canelo just come at the right time. I mean, I mean, he was very, he was very uh, sluggish uh, last night. Triple G was nowhere near the uh, guy that came to America and took America by storm at one time. You know, he's there for the picking. I mean, Canelo, I mean, middleweight, the, uh, uh, second best in the world when he never even fought a middleweight. He never fought a legitimate uh, middleweight until last night. But that's just the whole promotion, the whole marketing thing. That's understandable, whatever. Hey, Janelle, but, uh, Janelle, Janelle, hold up. Hold on. There, I was just watching this thing the other day. So heavyweights are fighting, and, and then they, you've got two, a guy with two belts, a guy with one belt, and then it was like in 96, you had George Foreman. He gave up his belt. But since he beat the man, he was highlighted, and he was actually like the lineal champ. He's the real champ. That's what Canelo no, is to middleweight. No, but Canelo fought at his own catchweight. He fought. It doesn't well, matter for the Cotto. belt. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, look. If he beat Cotto, why he defended his belt? Oh, why he vacated it? If that was the case, he vacated his belt and then fought a blow up American. Come on, he wasn't. He come did. On, come on, come on, dog. He did. He but check but it, check it. when Foreman did that, I just saw the thing. When Foreman did that, no, he was still considered no, no. the band. He was highlighted. I swear to God. So I think if you look on, the, if you look on. 
Go ahead. He wasn't fighting a catchweight though. He wasn't fighting no catchweight though. He was fighting a heavyweight though. Before the belt. I, but I understand. I, 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 I get you. But if I think if you look it up, I think they say the number, the, the, the champion of the it's middleweight is Canelo. It's not equivalent. It's, it's, it's nowhere near equivalent. Canelo fought at his own weight, a Keller, a Canelo weight, at 155. Um, I guess he beat Cotto. What? I before himself wasn't in the He beat Cotto, right? Why did he defend himself? Yes. Why did he fight he right then there? He gave up his belt because he knew how to fight you with Jesus, what it was. He waited for him to slow down more. And then he fucking uh, fought Blood American. And then he came back and he fought Chadwick Jr. at a higher weight, who was like fucking, oh, where was this guy for so long? Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Come, come on, come on, stop it. Are you saying he's really he's really ranked above uh, uh, Jacobs? Ranked above Jacobs? No, is he ranked Jacob? above no, 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 no. And nah, Foreman man. wasn't ranked. No, and Foreman wasn't ranked above anybody else. He was still like number eight heavyweight, but he was highlighted as the lineal champ. That's it, but he so fought he, whole career you know, heavyweight, though. He fought heavyweight. He fought whole career heavyweight. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the guy fought heavyweight. Hey, Who was Canelo really Canelo's fought Canelo's highlighted. I just want everybody yeah, Canelo, to really know that the truth is on, Canelo on, is the lineal middleweight champ. Come on, come on. But it's the fact. He was still highlighted. So did George Foreman. And he was highlighted. I just saw it. I just saw it. And he was still fighting heavyweight, just, though. Just, and he was still fighting It doesn't matter. Though, it was for the belt. Yes, yeah, he was for heavyweight. He fell. Hey, on, I'm just saying, dog, the dog. people in real life, no matter what they tell you, Canelo is the middleweight lineal champ. He ain't the best. I can't hey, you guys need to calm down already. For both of you. I can't believe you, Willis.
at the Oscars, so I think Oscar had to get Canelo's ass last night after that fight. Because, like, hey, this is what we, <laughs> hey, but this is what we waited for for two years. Yeah, I mean, this is what we waited. We waited for the guy to slow down. He slowed down. He was dead to get knocked out. And, and I don't think anybody could deny that. Um, Triple G was dead to get knocked out last night. He was dead. Oscar, Oscar did a smart move and said it wasn't a sucker shit. He asked me, waited for two years for the guy to lose some steam. But, hey, it happened before in boxing. It happened with Ray Leonard Hagler, uh, Floyd and Pacquiao. It happened. And it happened last night. He should have knocked Triple G out. Preach, 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 preach. Hey, hey, hey. You know what yeah, yeah, I like the promo man. you're cutting. I like the promo you're cutting. Of course, man. I feel of like course, I'm, 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 the I'm best, not the I'm only. The I'm, I'm not. The, well, all right, relax. Calm down a little bit. I don't. <laughs> I'm the best. The best. I'm not, I'm, I'm not the only. If Simon was coming test, I'll put him the rest also. Yeah, I told Simon to come on too, but he's watching the Seattle Seahawks struggle against the San Francisco 49ers, which I'm pretty pissed off. And without about beast mode, they ain't shit without beast mode. Yeah, because it's six six right now, and the fucking cards, the 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 line on Vegas was Seattle minus thirteen and a half, which I actually placed a bet on, and they're tied with San Francisco going into the fourth quarter, which is some bullshit, let alone. So I mean. Uh, I know Seattle sounds a little pissed off right now, especially with the way the Saints went on yesterday. Uh, it, it is what it is, man. And, I mean, yo, it, it's all good, man. I'm not worried about it. But at the end of the day, just like I'm not worried about the final scorecard yesterday, if if there's somebody that's right for the pickings, as I mentioned before, with with Lomachenko taking forever to fight game or rigging down, and now, the time is now to pick up, my man. And, and the best thing about this whole deal going on with the draw that we had yesterday and Triple G will be that much older come May. And Canelo will still be, as they say, getting used to his weight, getting used to his division and all that. So it don't fool me at all. My man's just still going to be putting on too much muscle that he can handle because he wears out, gasses out, gets on the rope, almost gets punched out the ropes. And that's his best Adrian Broner impersonation with blocking shots with his face and shaking his head no. The shit don't fool me. The foolery don't get me. And when I listen to a lot of these people out here talking about all this Triple G stuff, it's a laugh. When I hear people talking about all this Canelo stuff, it's a laugh. I've mentioned on, on the grind boxing years ago that this fight does nothing for me. I don't care about this fight. I only came here for the scenery and the fun. That was the only reason I'm out here right now. This this fight was not – look, I challenge anybody – to tell me that this fight that we had yesterday was more entertaining than the circus that we had with Mayweather and McGregor. <laughs> and I'm just being honest. That was more interesting than the fight we had yesterday, and it is what it is. I, I'm, I'm not surprised on the way things went out. I thought Gennady Golovkin would put it on Canelo a lot more than he did. He didn't do that, but he still bullied him. He still stalked him. He still hunted him the entire 12 rounds that we had. Cut off the ring, excellent. If I could say he did one thing that was really great yesterday, cut off the ring, really, really superior to what Canelo was ready for. And my man's was trying to fight off his back foot, which is something that he should have did to Triple G because Triple G doesn't fight off his back foot so well. But, hey, man, and are we surprised, like, are we surprised for real that there was a big fight in boxing and it ended with controversy? As I tell everybody all the time, it's not boxing without a little bit of controversy. And we had a lot of bit of controversy yesterday because as soon as that first scorecard hit, 118, 110, 
you know, I didn't pay attention to what was going on after that. It reminded me of the final scorecard that was read when Canelo fought Ares Landy Lara. As soon as I heard 117, I walked out. I said, this is that bullshit. And that's what I felt like it was yesterday. But I'm glad that the people think that Canelo actually won, even though some of the people that are on the, fa- the, the Facebook page talk about, oh, no, uh, I, I thought Canelo win. I, I was mad by the draw. But they really are celebrating the draw. That tells me all I need to know. Now, can Canelo do this again? Can he try to get better than what he looks like? That remains to be seen. Willa, you're a Canelo fan. Maybe he brought the hose out last time he fought James Kirkland in Texas. But do you see Canelo progressing in the next fight much more than he showed last night when the rematch happens in May? This is going to be the case of what's been happening, another case, of what's been happening over the last year and a half in boxing. Ward fought Kovalev first time. Tough match. I had him winning. Some people had him losing. He won that one. Manny, uh, Baby Pacquiao, whatever hell his name is, he fights Chocolatito. Close fight. I had him winning. Other people had uh, Chocolatito winning. It is what is the move for the next one. Soren Zisa, well, yeah, whatever his name is. This is the exact money, same money, thing. Money, money, who, uh, money who celebrates wins eating rats. And that's not a racist dick. Yeah. That shit's for real. <laughs> hey, yeah, that boy had some crisp rats to eat, man. So, yeah. Hey, but hey, <laughs> it is what it is. He's about to get he's about to get one of his biggest paydays uh ever, you know, the next fight, so he he's winning. But it's gonna be the same type of deal. Canelo has figured out that this guy ain't really what it is. He's figured out how he, he needs to beat him. He figured out that all he needs to do to beat this guy easily is train and get into more shape. This next time he will not triple G out. And Canelo will go up, will, after the knockout, will be the number two pound-for-pound boxer in the game. Now, you know, last week I said whoever won this one would go up to number three. And I had both of these guys just staying the same. They're lower five through ten pound-for-pound guys right now for me. You know, they're, they're not breaking the top five even after that spot. But Canelo looked excellent, man. Can I don't, you know. He just needs to – he just can't get tired, which he always does. He usually doesn't get tired. He usually takes breaks. And that's why, you know, that's what Janelle said, and I understand that. You know, he would do some work, then get jabbed most of the round, and then come back and do some work. So it's like, do you think that work that he did evens out these jabs or not? Can uh, Some people said no. I said yes. But I definitely understand what they're saying. He needs to stop that. He he hasn't. He's always he, like Janelle said. He's always done this, so maybe he can never do it. But I think even with that, he knows that he can take this guy's shot. He knows that he ain't shit. So just like Ward did, just like Soren Zise did, uh, aka Baby Pacquiao, um, uh, uh, Canelo will join that join that uh, join that group and not Triple G out early next uh, next fight. I'm talking about early, fourth or fifth round. 
early, easy work. It was going to be easy work, man, but he just got tired. It was, it was, it was turning into easy work. And when I say easy work, Triple G was doing what he, what he was doing, but Canelo was looking smooth. He was in the pocket. He was, it was his fight, you know, similar to Andre Ward did Kovalev. It sort of seemed like he was in a bad place, but he wasn't. He never was. So this next, I see Canelo. He, he showed he looked real good uh, going up. Canelo has improved as a boxer. He proved that he is one of the best fighters. And I think after this next fight, he will knock Triple G out early, and he will surpass Crawford as the number two pound-for-pound boxer in the game. Speaking about great fighters and what the fuck is going on in the future, one guy I was really upset yesterday with was Willie Monroe Jr. How's he going to go with the way things have went on with him and Billy Joe Saunders? Well, you and me, we know about Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Ho Saunders, as I like to call him. Straight bum. And we're talking about a bum, a guy who, who, who's avoided top-level opposition. But he's got a little shit. This little fucking kid who's got no kind of class whatsoever. These little fucking brats with his little friends that were over there talking shit to, to Willie Monroe. And then not only that, punched my man's in the dick and was giving a couple kicks to him on, during the, the whole weigh-in that they had going on. I'm never there was the biggest Willie Monroe fan, but when that shit happened, I was hoping that he'd beat the shit out of homeboy. But for him to lose yesterday unanimously, that's a fail. That's a fail for Willie Monroe Jr. We all understand that he doesn't have the, the, the knockout percentage to do something which I expected him to do yesterday, but I could take an L. I thought that Willie Monroe would give him some, some work yesterday. Didn't do that. But, hey, we still got Billy Joe Saunders talking all that noise. A guy who's just one of those bullshit artists. He's a slickster, as the UK Brits like to say. But do you have an opinion on what happened in that fight yesterday? And not only that, but do your children act uh, uh, in a proper manner when they are in public? Because I like to think you're a man of honor, Will, and I know that your kids aren't going to be acting all buck wild like how some, some people let their kids act in the way especially Billy Joe Saunders did when his kid and, and three little friends that were just talking shit yesterday, and the man does nothing about it. Now, Maybe I'm talking out of tone because I don't have children. Unless the woman I was with in Mexico two years ago didn't tell me anything that happened afterwards. But anyway, I don't have children. So I don't know how that works. But am I wrong to say that Billy Joe Saunders is a piece of shit because of the way his kid was acting and he does nothing about it? Like if that was my fighter, if I was, if that was my guy and I'm training him and this little fucking brat punches him in the nuts, I'm going to shove him down the same way that I would shove a grown fucking man. Because that's just my guy. And that's how I get down. Did you see that, Willie? Because it was the talk of the boxing world at the weigh-in. Um, no, I didn't. I'm not going to lie to you. But if a man ain't taking care of oh. his uh, kids, then, yeah, you know, I don't know what that's all about. But, I, but what you did say, you said um, that that uh, Monroe Jr. was a joke or, or something like that. No, the joke is after we saw Canelo versus uh, Triple G, or not after, I guess this was before, before this, and we knew this fight was going on. We knew this was for the belts, and we know that uh, Ho Saunders has one of the belts. Um, you would think that when asked what did he wanted to do, he would say unify these belts and become undisputed. No, 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 no. One Billy thing. Joe Saunders yeah, yeah. says, Billy Joe Saunders says what? He wants who? 
He wants Amir Khan. That's the type of guy we're dealing with. When asked who he wants next, he says he wants to fight Amir Khan. Like, what the fuck is going on? We see that he's he's going to hold these belts hostage. Um, Willie Monroe Jr. went out like a sucker over there. Um, but the end of the day, the real sucker was Billy Joe, a.k.a. Billy Ho. And we ain't talking about the white man uh, can't jump Billy Ho, which is actually a cool Billy Ho. We're talking about Billy Ho Saunders, who called out Amir Khan um, to defend his uh, whatever belt he had, middleweight belt. So, you know, that was a clown move. And and it was a, it was a clown fight. Both of those guys are B, C-level fighters. And we'll see how long Saunders can uh, hold it hostage over there. He's going to try his best to do it as long as he can. No, I get it, man. I get it. It's just a whole bunch of bullshit with my man. He has his little fucking kid acting buck wild and, and punching homeboy in the dick. Like I understand that that Willie Monroe, he he kind of put the first touch on his kid and, and touched him on the head and just rubbed his head like a nice guy. But at the same time, this little fucking brat, this little fucking brat, is just gonna punch my man's in the. You know, punch my man's in the willy, bro. Like, you know, uh, no pun intended, but come on, man. You got to cut the shit. And meanwhile, when this was happening, the little fucking brat was throwing, like, three kicks to my man's while Billy, while, while Billy Ho Saunders was just there flexing on him. And he want to talk all this fly shit. Like, if there's one guy who can be straight punk and been running from competition, it's that motherfucker right there. And the way his, his children were acting. Well, some woman just showing her titties right now on the strip. Whatever. Um. It got me distracted, but hey, that shit is some that's some bullshit right there. I don't want to I don't want to see none of that. There is none of that shit that goes on. And and, and Willie Monroe Jr. Hmm, it, he was never one of the good type fighter. But when that happens, you just want to see some vindication go down from when someone doesn't have any type of class, disrespects the sport, and lets the sport disrespect him back. But I mean, it is what it is. So I mean, you know, I just had to cover that one real quick. Um, I mentioned to the people that we're gonna have a special guest today with Charles Martin. But the lazy motherfucker ain't woke up yet, and I ain't going to be waiting on nobody when it comes to the outside of the boxing podcast because we are doing our thing, and we are coming out here, and we float like a butterfly thing, like a bee, and anybody who is in the way talking crazy about us, you are nobody. And then when I'm out here yesterday, talked to Robert Littell, DSO online, seen Miguel Cotto, was looking for Melissa Cotto, didn't get a chance to see her. That was uh, probably the most upsetting thing about my day yesterday, uh, but... Uh, other than that, man, it was um, it was really good. You know, I had a really good time yesterday, having a really good time today, covering these fights, talking to my man Willa, and um, you know, um, I'm ready to get back to the party zone. You know, um, as I mentioned before, having a good time with uh, some of my folks that are out here, figuring out what's next on the day. The outside of the boxing podcast had to come, no matter what. wasn't gonna wait till I got back home to see what's going on. So I hope everybody's not upset with some of the loose lip comments that I made because at the end of the day, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and especially hopefully some of these comments for some of the people that might not like what I'm saying. I don't care. Billy Joe Sanders, you're a piece of shit dad. Your little fucking bratty-ass kid needs to be fixed 100%. Juan Manuel Marquez, I understand what you're saying. DeMarcus Cousins, I understand what you're saying. A whole lot of people that had Twitter comments about the fight that went on yesterday – I know what you're saying. Everybody who knows what, what it was yesterday, unlike the minor population such as Oscar de la Hoya and so forth, it was a great fight. That was a great fight. 
just wish that we didn't have an incompetent judge such as Adelina Bird because it's always the boxing whenever it comes to a big fight. We take a black eye. Why do we take a black eye? Like, I, I don't understand, man. It, it happens all the time. And this is one of the reasons, Willa, why I had the emergency podcast and you were kind of confused of why, of why I, I had the shit that I had to say. Well, hey, man, I don't know, you know, again, I don't see it as that big of a deal. You know, all you uh, Canelo haters, underground Canelo haters, and, uh, you know, that, that say they are, we, I hear it in your voice. Um, you say you hate Triple G more, but, but we know the truth. You're a Canelo hater, and that's why you're so worked up Canelo. about He's this. He's a great fighter. That's why, I tell, that's why Teddy Atlas was so worked up. That's why anybody is worked up. And that's good for Canelo. That means his money is about to go up because the haters bring in the dough. And that's what he wants, you know. He went in there with the biggest puncher of the game, walked out, went to the club, went to the club the same night, you know, was supposedly biggest puncher. So, you know, um, I'm not so upset with it. I, don't, I didn't see this as a black eye in boxing. I saw it as an excellent fight. Um, you said that the McGregor-Mayweather was more entertaining that's showing more hatred that you have for Canelo because that was an excellent fight that we saw last night. <laughs> um, you know, it was very entertaining. I did a lot of screaming and hollering last night, and it was a, you know, it was a good fight. So, yeah. well, well, uh, I know we're missing a few things that we're gonna cover up, but at the end of the day, we had to cover up the bullshit supremacy fight, and. All that fly shit that was going on. I, I, I really could go on about this for a while, man, because as I told you before, I feel like I got robbed. I feel like I got robbed of my money. I feel that Oscar De La Hoya's comments about Adelina Bird saying she's a competent judge. She's been doing this for so long. You have to go with what she's saying. He thinks she knows what she's doing. It's foolery. For one, I don't listen to anything a woman has to say about sports. That sound like Willa? Hope so. That's what we tag team champions. But I don't listen to anything women have to say about sports unless it's Michelle Beadle, Kerry Champion, or Jamel Hill. Women know nothing about sports unless it's WNBA. You know, those dykes like to get off, but whatever it is. Uh, I, I, I don't care for what this woman's scorecard said. I know what the final scorecard was because I know what I've seen yesterday and can't nobody change my mind from what I've seen yesterday. Junior Salgado, all you fucking guys on Facebook that are just flaunting a draw, it tells me all I need to know. I don't even have to look at none of your guys' taxes to know you're cheating on that shit. Everybody who's going for Canelo yesterday and thought Canelo wins, guaranteed, they're cheating on their taxes, they're cheating on their wives, and they're cheating on life. That's the bottom line. And I just want to give a quick shout-out real quick because I want to wrap this show up. So I can get back to going out to the strip, having fun with the, you know. <laughs> I just want to say that all you fools out there who want to try to lie to me, I want to make sure, for one, you have a valid green card. Two, how long have you been over here sneaking across the border? Because those are the most Canelo fans that I hear are talking the most craziness. I was with a man yesterday 
who was born in Mexico City, a sack of shit who's been a Canelo fan his whole life. And he said Triple G won the fight. And I was surprised by the honesty of it. It stunned me. I had no idea. I was not ready for this. But what I was ready for was a good scorecard, something to bring the people home happy to. And I know, Willa, you, I, 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 I feel you on how you feel about your scorecard and all that. But at the end of the day, the public perception, that's why we have PR comments from professional football players, basketball players, whatever you want, PR comments, personal relations. You have to be politically correct in 2017 and so forth. The public view of what happened yesterday was boxing will never get it right. Whether you agree with that or not, that's on you. But boxing has so much more of not just a perception on the sport and what happens in the square circle, but a perception on life. If you're a guy who's going for Danny Garcia and think Danny Garcia beat a lot of these fights that he had were damn near robberies like against Lamont Peterson, I look at you sideways of what you make decisions for in life. If you think Manny Pacquiao beat Juan Melvin Marquez in the second and third fight, I question what you look at in life. If you think Adrian Broner beat Ponce de Leon in their first fight, I question on how you look at life. That's just me. Different strokes for different folks. But anyways, I digress. If I continue going forward, I'm going to lose my fucking mind, and who knows what's going to go on after this. But I tell you what, anybody that's out here in Las Vegas, you could uh, come see me. I'll get a drink for you one time. Unless you want to get me a free drink, because I am the king of the dollars. What my broke ass. And what's going on right now is I just want to ask Will if there's anything else he wants to comment on. You know, Janelle made a really big swing at, at bat. And he said that you lost some points in his book. And, uh, you know, Willie, you're my boy. You don't, you don't lose no points in my book. I, I, we don't agree with anything most of the time, but we're still tag team champions. For, so however that works, that's just communication. That's just us being boys. That's just how it goes. So we're going to come back here next week and, and, and cover what we got to cover. But we definitely had to go on the whole supremacy fight that's been going on this entire time. And if you got any final comments, you're going to tell the people, you want to tell me, you want to tell Janelle, you want to even throw at Seattle Sime, who was sending me text messages earlier with a lot of laugh emojis saying that Willa thought Canelo won the fight. Just to throw him out there because he's a side character on our show who probably would have came on here if his team wasn't getting fucking worked by San Francisco. <laughs> Willa, any final comments going on as we uh, get ready to wrap this short? Oh, yeah, so... You know, we, we keep on uh, mentioning that guy Seattle time. Like I told you before, I don't think we should mention this guy's name. He comes on, he comes on. Nobody get, <laughs> really gives a shit what he's talking about. Um, <laughs> I, I feel what I feel, and it, and it is what it is. Janelle, we can lose points, but, you know, it is, that is what it is also. I don't really, you know, if I'm at a 48, that's cool, but – you know, it's that I, that's that's no sweat off my back. We'll still be cool. I'll still be the same dude, and it'll all be good. Um, the fact is, the guy who beat the man 
in the middleweight division, no matter for the for the middleweight belt for that title is Canelo. So we could cut it any direction we want to. That is what it is. Um, to to the guy that said that was sending laugh emojis, he didn't send them my way, right? So I don't really give a shit about that. But I explained to you why I thought that he won the fight. Uh, you can disagree or, or not, yes, but it's the same way I thought Ward won the fight, both fights, until he knocked him out of oh, the first fight and then until he knocked him out of the second fight. You know, I thought it was a great night of boxing. I was okay with the draw. In fact, I think I text that clown, hey, either way it goes, I'll be fine with that before they made the decision because it was a close fight. And I know that different, you know, I know that different people see it different ways. I personally thought that he won because that's how I judge the fight. And I judge him the same way every time, you know, so it is what it is. So take them shots. Just remember, just always remember that this is the first time I've been wrong in 2017. And I really wasn't wrong. So, you know, that was just controversy. Controversy still. So it's all good, man. I want to thank everybody for listening and, and fucking with us, dog. That's all I got to say. Most definitely, man. Most definitely, man. You know, well, I feel you 100%. Man, you, as I mentioned before, not only on this show, but even on, on the OTG thing we used to do back on the side, when people thought that, oh, they're just, you know, they're just working together to push this sort of false, Narrative. It, it, it never really was that. We always been boys, and that's why we ended up being the Kevin Nash and Scott Hall of podcasting here at the Outsiders of Boxing Podcast. I I really do respect the fact that you believe what you say, and I'm gonna stand on my side of the fence, and we could agree to disagree. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you, know, you know it is what it is. And um, as far as Seattle sign, he's just a guy who blows me up and talks about coming on the show, but then gives me a last second denial of saying that, oh, it's a Hawks game, and he has to do something else. So uh, I hope he's enjoying the Seattle Seahawks title to San Francisco 49ers 6-6 because that's a joke in itself. But when it comes down to the entirety of everything else, um, you know, I, I really I really appreciate the fact that everybody has such an opinion based on not only the color of their skin, because it doesn't fool me, but when it comes to People who are actually believing what they say. Juan Carlos thought that I was hungover this morning and I needed some disgusting meal involved with pork intestines called menudo or some shit like that. Absolutely disgusting. I would never eat some shit like that in my life. And you couldn't pay me to eat something like that in my life. And I wasn't even that bad anyway. It was a really good time today. Um, for all the listeners, Come in my Twitter, come in my mentions at your own risk because I know that I've been getting a lot of hate messages thrown at me, mostly from no the homo. Chocolatito fans. Yeah, yeah. No Bruno, no Bruno. But you could come in my mentions at your own risk because I know <laughs> people were upset with some of the content comments that I made about Chocolatito and uh, and my man too, who uh, saw on B-side who was questioning, why do you call him Baby Pacquiao? He's not even from the Philippines. He's from Thailand. They all look the same to me, and I'm sorry for that. Like, it is what it is, man. There's no worries about it. But at the end of the day, 
here at the Outside of the Boxing Podcast, you guys got to be able to take jokes, man, because you know I don't mean that shit on some funny or on, on some real shit. It only is for shits and giggles, and we have a good time. It is what it is. And if you can't take that, then don't bother taking yourself to a comedy club because you're too soft to be taking some of the stuff that you have to stomach. Soft. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. But anyways, I digress once again. Getting ready to close this one out here. Willie gave his final comments, and my final comments will be this. We will have a rematch in May, and we got a big fight that we have to cover that was just recently announced between a man who I never thought had the great boots to step in the ring with another man. And it's another Eastern European getting in there with a Cuban. I don't even have to mention the names for some of you boxing fans out there because we know what time it is. But Speaking from the 2015 podcast correspondent rookie of the year from Central California, residing as of right now in Las Vegas, Nevada, I want to tell everybody I hope you have yourself a good weekend. Don't let this black eye of boxing or this unfair ruling of boxing, if you're a Canelo fan thinking that he should ruin the rest of your day because it's a great.